0: If you aren't sleeping well, you aren't living well. Get great devices
1: designed to help you sleep better from SleepOn. Support our programming and shop at bit.ly slash hmtvsleepon. Use promo code DPFSLP15 to save an additional 15% at checkout. Get these Sleep On devices and sleep better than you ever have before. Get them today. And we're back. It is your classic metal show right here on ClassicMetalShow.com. dot com, and <laughs> still figuring all this video shit out. It's it's a it's a new thing, but we are yeah. uh, playing with it. It's something I may end up doing a lot more often here with the with the actual CMS. So I'm seeing if I can make it work. But it's um it's pretty cool actually. It works pretty easy. Well, so, you definitely picked
2: a good couple of videos to play, especially that plush video. That uh. God damn that band is good (laughs) That's just crazy Like And speaking of plush I gotta figure out How to get my vinyl Because I ordered the vinyl Record for Steph And it still has not come It's supposed to be here like mid-June It's supposed to be here mid-June And it still hasn't arrived So
1: Are you saying you want me to send a text to somebody
2: Yeah just ask her where it's at I mean it's already paid for and it's stuff keeps asking like where's the where's the where's my plush vinyl where's my plush vinyl so
1: they they might just be one of those that got fucking fucked with the um you know the vinyl shortage that everybody's having you know taking forever to get their vinyls so there was a lag but yeah that's that that is a I mean
2: I know you've mentioned it several times on the show so I'm gonna piggyback on you know something you've already said but that band is criminally underrated man what a fucking great band I mean, so good
1: yeah. Even, so good live, man. So good, but yep. But we're not going to talk about plush right now. We are going to talk about the tour of the year, the stadium tour, the <laughs> um, the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, um, blah blah blah, Poison, Poison, Poison Joe Jet, and, and Classless Act. Don't forget Joan Classless Jett. Act. <laughs> oh no, right, yeah, they they play they play the opening fifteen minutes. So, um, but we're we're going to bring in our friend and Tom, Tom Brennan. How are you, man?
0: Can you see me? Can you hear me?
1: No, I can see I can hear you, but I
0: cannot see you. Where the fuck are you? Fucking computer. Swear to god, I got a new (laughs) computer. Honestly, like all my work shit is not coming in, so there's something wrong clearly with the camera. So you're just gonna have to put up a listening to me, I guess.
1: All right, that's fine. Might, so be, Derek- might be more appealing.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> Fuck you. So, so, so Derek Sherinian, what was it like to be? <laughs> <Not>
1: really? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a whole other story. But yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, so we, we can't see him, but we can definitely hear him and we can certainly talk yeah, to man. him. Um, the great Tom Brennan, who many of you know from the Skull Sessions podcast, and um, uh, he's a friend of the show. He's, he's my best friend ever because he sent me an extremely <laughs> gracious did. gift of booze and, and glasses. And and anytime anybody sends me booze, they're an automatic um, lifetime uh, lifetime VIP in my book. So Well, you see, yeah. Chris, that
0: was part of my cunning plan. I said, if I send them booze and find crystal glasses, I'm going to get on the CMS. I'm there you go. <laughs> <as I steal." laughs> nice.
1: well, well, it definitely worked, man. Well. Well, dude, what we were we were talking about is um, the stadium tour, and it's obviously right, the right. biggest tour of the summer. And um, you know, we Neely and I have beaten on this thing relentlessly. You know, just yeah, I know. Just we we have, <laughs> and 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 probably for good reason. Maybe not as good as as we as we should be. Maybe we should be a little lighter on it. But um, I wanted to get an opinion from somebody that actually went and you hit me up and said that you were going to the, uh, what North Carolina show. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about it, man. Let's, before we even talk about the show itself, hmm. what led you to go to it? Because, you know, I, I mean, I see the stuff that you comment on, on the local locals, locals pages. Right. I don't see you as a hairband guy. I see you into more of the like metal metal. Okay. <laughs>
0: Good question. So let me explain. So two questions. So I'll answer the the hair metal piece first of all. Okay. I, lo- I love it all. Like I mean, I love everything from from slaughter to Warren to you know to Dark and obviously Needy You've seen Darken for the first time tonight. So congratulations, Needy, on that one. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but um, but so so I mean, I I, I kind of be I I began listening to metal back in. Oh, fuck, I'm 52, uh, fifth, no, I'm 51, I'm aging myself. Back in 81 uh, with Thin Lizzy. That was my first ever band that I ever heard, Thin Lizzy. And I'm still a huge Lizzy fan. I know, Chris, you don't like Phil's voice, so he won't go there because we'd fall out immediately. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, so I, I and I went through from everything. So this is, think about 81. 81 was like Saxon, Maiden, ACDC, you know, I'm, I'm talking from the, I, I grew up in Ireland, as you can probably tell. So I was like influenced by, like Tigers of Pantang and all that kind of shit. So that was my early, early years. And I kind of fell into the hair metal stuff reading Quran when I suppose, you know, maybe early Motley and Rat and Usual Suspects, whatever came on board. So I love it all, but maybe I'm commenting more on the the Dying Fetus gig that I just went to recently or the uh, Man of Marth ticket that I just bought, you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks. But I love all that, all that hair metal stuff. Absolutely love it. But so that's that part. So to your question about um, kind of how come I went to this, this gig, and I've been li- listening to you guys just banging on it, which I think is hilarious. And I was too, I-, I totally was too. So, you know, going back to when this was announced, I'm guessing late 19, early 2020-ish before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just said immediately, not going, not fucking interested, don't care. Uh, and I- I've seen Leopard seven or eight times um, over the years. Uh, motley i've seen on the last tour so i was saying fuck them they already told me they were done I felt kind of hard done by a little bit poison i'm not really a fan of good live band some once before no interest going to see them joan jet i mean what the fuck is she doing on the on the bill i have no idea what she's even there for quite frankly no interest in that and that other band you just spoke about a second ago i never heard of them so so from that perspective i said not going then they then they kind of re-announced the tour and then added dates. still said I'm not going. So I'm not, right. not fucking going, I'm not interested. Then I got an email. So I think I went to the Charlotte gig about, let me think, I think it was about three weeks ago, whatever it was. It was June 28th. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, June 28th. It was like midweek or something. And and I got an email from Ticketmaster, just kind of generic, send it. Oh, coming to you this week. Uh, you know, buy now. I'm I I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna Click on buy now just to have a laugh. How much your tickets are going to be? So I could sure. just go fuck this shit. <laughs> and it came, yeah, so it came, so it came up as seventy nine dollars including taxes. And I was going, wait a second, seventy nine dollars, seventy nine bucks. And I was I was kind of analyzing this. Going seventy nine bucks. I live twenty five minutes from the stadium. It's kind of at the back of the stadium, so it wasn't the greatest seat. Yeah, I was going to say, are you sitting in your car for this? no 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 so yeah good question but i was at, i was at the back of the stadium but dead center so i can take that if i'm, if I'm dead right. center you, at least you can see it and i they're going to have big screens and shit so i just said you know what i'm going to go to this i'm just going to go now i was not going to go and see john Jet because uh, for obvious reasons i no interest in one song that everybody knows i know nothing about john Jet. i'm not interested in finding out i wasn't going to do a deeper dive in our catalog just for the concept no interest not going to go and see it but then when you and i were talking um, a little bit. I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, so at least I can have a, like a more in depth conversation about the entire concert. And sure. Bit, and so, because I know you and Neely had, had spoken about it, and you had chit chatted about whatever, so I said, okay, go and see Joan Jed. So, got to the stadium. You uh, sorry, jump in at any time, have any request. I, I tend to. Oh, go about, ahead, man. So, yeah, so, <laughs> I will jump yeah. in, but I'm. I, I, That's I, fine. Yeah, so I got to the stadium maybe five fifteen, whatever it was, and okay. there was there was one band either getting ready to go on or tearing down their set. I didn't quite know what was going on because there was no backdrop up, so I couldn't tell what I was looking at. And then I could see uh, some of the poison kind of backdrops going up. I went, "Fuck, I've missed John." yet. <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't pissed off about that. I was pissed off but I want to tell you guys about it, but sure. whatever. But this was like five fifteen, and she was already over. I was going, "Fuck." What time is well, this concert going to be over? You know? I can
2: I can tell you this. I can tell you this, man. You didn't miss anything. I like. I'll, I'll jump in for a quick second. I've hmm. seen Joan Jett. and and if you just look at like you know a seventy year old woman who like dyes her hair black to look young and then just stands there holding a guitar. Okay. That's so that, that's what you missed. So th- there's the, there's the entire review of Joan Jet. Okay. So, well, so well, sorry, man. Continue. Never...
0: No, man, no, and I could never have one seen that, so I'm really happy that I, I didn't see it. So yeah, that, you that, missed that worked, They're great. You missed yeah, absolutely nothing, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm not I'm not um, like a huge fan. Sorry, I'm not a huge so let's start with Poison. Not a huge fan of Poison. I they're a good live band, they got some good songs. Um I saw them once a couple of years ago in Jersey when I lived there and they were great. I think I think they supported Motting on that tour if I can remember. Um, but anyway, there were great. There were great. Uh, you know. Oh, I see. Wow. Okay, I can see it.
1: She's bringing it. Look at the Look at
0: the energy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. She hasn't moved. Like, oh Jesus. It's, it's terrible. That's, and I, yeah, I,
2: I saw her like three, four years ago. It's the same damn thing. I was like, wow. Like that, yeah, that. is yeah yeah i missed
0: nothing right happy with that no so, you did so. not missed no nothing. it was absolutely nothing so so poison you know i can i can kind of uh take or leave i i've got like most people all of their albums right up to hollyweird whatever that piece of shit was whether i don't know so bought all the early so no interest in the band but fuck it i go and see them and they're a good live band and and really quickly on, on poison they played for an hour with that at six o'clock to seven i guess something like that You know, bright sunlight, weather was shining down, having a couple of beers, poison wine. I said, okay, I'm glad I'm here. I hadn't been to a stadium tour in years. So I said, you know, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I did this. And for seventy-nine dollars the way I looked at it is if it it was going to be a piece of shit, I would have just walked out. So I had nothing to lose. Nothing but a good time came up. But I had nothing (laughs) to lose on that. And I'm not even going to talk about the the set list because you know what it is. I mean, it's whatever. It's like 10 songs. It is what it is usual suspects but i will say that it was it was a great hour uh brett michaels you know i know he's a dick everybody knows that but he's good energy like he i don't know how old he is he's late 50s i guess now but he he had good energy on stage you know didn't do any kind of shit talking in between the songs didn't go the politics route any of that kind of crap um just did what he had to do um uh, cc deville did a little bit of a drum solo so i just put my head in my hands going i cannot believe that cc deville first of all like he's He's no Tommy Aldridge, right? Let's be honest, but not C.C. Deville, yeah. Ricky Rock. Yeah, uh, so, uh, sorry, Ricky Rock. Apologies, Ricky Rock. And he's no, he's no, um, he's no Tommy Aldridge, so why is he doing a drum solo? But it wasn't really a solo, it was just like the end of a song just going on for a minute or two, so that was all right. And then C.C. Deville, yes, um, who's not Randy Rhodes, C.C. Deville did He's his little bit, and the solo actually wasn't that bad. I was kind of pleasantly surprised when. The Band walked off stage and then CC DeVille came on. The same thing again. I go, I don't I, I don't need to see this, I just don't need to see it. But it was actually pretty decent. He shredded for a few minutes, he did a little bit of an interruption piece in the middle, not the whole solo. It was not bad. He looked pretty good. I thought like his hair was down to his waist and he was jumping around. He looked kind of cool to be honest. He had a bit of a s- stupid hat on top, but he had like long, <laughs> kind of flowing blonde hair, like a like a James lamenzo type, just flowing as he moved, you know. Right. So I thought he looked kind of good, you know. And then well, I hold, on, I'm hold fine.
1: on hold on for a second Tom. Yeah, yeah. With Poison yeah. and obviously the the first two bands don't matter. The classless act they get 15 minutes. Sure. So who gives yeah, a shit? And sure. Joan Jett Joan Jett just is sleeping her way through 30,000 a night. So, you know, that's that's yeah, the bottom yeah. line to her. She's making a quick paycheck. I get it. With Poison though, are they giving them they're, they're obviously playing in the in the light. Mm. So is are they giving them full lights and full sound and everything or, no, or are I would, they
0: No, I, I, no. Well, compared to what came next, and the answer is no, because the sound was good. Like it was good because that's all they heard at that point. So it was okay. really good. It was loud, and they gave them the full statue from statue from the front part, but you could tell they were pushed towards the edge, so they didn't have the entire backdrop. If that okay. makes sense. Um. Yeah. So so they got it. Was I can't complain. I mean I'm not and. I haven't listened to Poison in five years. I'm not even kidding. I literally haven't. And the last time I listened to them was when I saw them live five years ago. They do not get any rotation on my iPod and Apple Music. They're not because I hate them. I just don't listen to them. It's just better music right. to take up my time with. Sure. Um, but for what it was, it was fine. Then you know, then uh, for my gig, I know they rotated the um, they rotate the headliners, and Motley were on next. I, I didn't know that going in. I actually purposely didn't want to know. I just wanted to see who was coming up next, and then um, Motley jumped on. First thing I'd say about Motley was I expected kind of nothing um, because I'd seen some of the clips you guys had shown, and I think we came to the conclusion, or you came to the conclusion, that Vince Neil wasn't as bad as he was in previous tours, I and mean, he lost a little bit of weight, so there was some kind of an effort made. I mean, he had three years to prepare. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't good enough, but it was better than than five years ago, I guess. Right. So Motley came on, the stage show was fucking. Huge, Like just, I don't know, they're in a stadium, I get it. But it was ginormous. It was huge. It was energetic. It was like Ramstein and Kiss, Ramstein and Kiss g- combined. Um, and I was looking for two things. Number one, I wanted to see uh, could Vince Neil sing. And number two, I wanted to see how long Tom Lee was going to play. Because right. up to that point, he, he hadn't played a full gig. And I know Tommy Kafidas or Kafidas—I I can never pronounce that. Whatever his name is, and I'd seen him at Sabbath, and arguably I think he's a better uh, drummer than Tommy. Anyway, so I would have been quite happy if he came out to the rest of the gig, and I'd seen sure. martin before with Tommy. So for me, for me, I thought I thought that was a bonus. I don't, I didn't need necess- necessarily need to, to see it, but.
1: You know, three sing,
0: th- songs in, four songs in, five songs in, and he didn't come out and do his usual. Well, you never believe what happened to me on you know, my ribs, whatever. That he, so <laughs> there, he didn't. He didn't walk on stage. He kept on playing. So maybe you know, by the seventh song, I said, "Fuck, he's going to play the entire gig." So I said, "All right." And that was the first one he did. So obviously, you know, wow, he was magically
1: healed. He was magically healed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: magically he had just some time for the charlotte gig But, right. um but molly came on they played for the 90 minutes Usual suspects regarding setlist again and i gotta say i thought they were fucking awesome they they were they were f- for what for what i was looking at and i know the tour i know when you're looking at a it live it's always better than when you, you hear a youtube clip the next day because sure. it's loud and you don't hear the bum notes here or there Mick mars didn't move an inch to be expected he just stayed where he was <laughs> look like Skeletor for the entire concert right. just kinda of stood there. We get that part. Um Six did what he does, you know, just whatever. Nicky Six moves and he had the P you know, pants on and shit going on and standing up, whatever he did. Uh, Vince looked bored. I would say to me, he looked bored because obviously I couldn't see him because I was 14 miles back, but you could see it on the big screens <laughs> on either side. And he looked kind of bored. Like it's like it's almost like he was singing the songs and then we, if there was a solo on, he looked kind of just standing there going, doo, 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 doo. okay, oh, back, back on. So for me, he looked kind of bored. <laughs> there wasn't much energy, which you'd expect anyway, because obviously he's older. This is clearly a paycheck. They're not doing this for passion. They're not doing this to make any friends. They don't care. Um, and to me, he looked bored, but he still performed decently on the evening and right. it was it, he, he, but overall like i mean if you just take in if you just take in the set list that the sound the time that went on uh you know obviously uh, the music was good and you know they can play how good all right
1: i i gotta ask the question though yeah what, was it good okay if you stripped away all the bullshit all the staging and it was just the same exact performance mm. that you saw, would you think it was good? Or probably was it not. good because it
0: was so good? Yeah, honestly, probably not. I think it was all of the above because the stage show and the, and the spectacle and the visual was so awesome. It, it was hard not to get drawn into it. So that's a great question, but you're probably right. If you just saw them at club of 100 people, then you would probably say, oh, that wasn't bad. Vince Neil is better. And I probably would have left five songs earlier so (laughs) yeah
2: and see and see like i I have to ask you man because i i was hanging out with a with a you know a band buddy of mine before we went live who was Mm -hmm. at the cleveland show a couple nights ago and i you know he was it was the first time he'd ever seen motley he's an older gentleman but he's like i was he was so excited he drove like three hours to see the show and i was like man was vince terrible like and he said no actually he was really good i'm like okay well He's really been shit. And he's like, no, yeah. I got videos. So he played me a couple of videos and I listened. And I, I, I have to say, he was not skipping parts of lines. No, he wasn't. I mean, he, he was singing full lines of lyrics. He was doing almost the whole thing. Like I, if if I had heard that, what I heard on the phone, I'd be like, all right, well, I could tolerate this. Like was it yep. like that at, at the show you
0: saw too? Um, Yes and no, because I, I was listening, specifically listening for the for the shit, Vince Neil, because that's what I had seen before. That's what you know. I, I was I was watching for the words not being pronounced properly and falling away, and not being and just been basically incomprehensible, like literally incomprehensible. Chris, you broke that down a thousand times, and it's hilarious when you actually really isolate the vocal. But he right. was probably fifty six percent better than I saw him five years ago because okay. he, that, that feedback and that slack must have been given to the band going guys, you can't do this fucking thing anymore. Look, you got 50,000 people tonight, we're going for the yeah. next six months, we're going to make a bazillion dollars. You got to put in some kind of effort. And he did. But, but Vince Lee was never a good singer. You no, go back to Too Fast for Love in 1981. He, was ne- he couldn't do it then. He could hold a tune back then. But he was never a great singer. He just suited the music. And I think he was decent this time around. Not not amazing, but far right. better than I expected. What
1: was he decent? I see, I, I, I have a hard time accepting this. I know was that. He, I know. Was he decent, or was he decent for Vince Neil?
0: He was. Pro- no, he was decent. He was decent. Right. He wasn't. Yeah, he was decent. That's a good question. He was. No, he it wasn't. It wasn't substandard. The only kind of thing that I could knock him on was he looked kind of bored. He his, his energy really wasn't there. It was really well, It's a paycheck, and let's keep going.
2: Do you know why that is? I can tell you right now. The fact that he's actually sounding better vocally he looks bored because he's not running around like a jackass because he's actually trying to. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to actually focus on actually singing the goddamn songs. It's uh, so uh, he's, he's only got, he's only got one thing he can. Cause I saw the same thing like years ago. Like I was at the Cleveland show where he broke his foot, like in the second song Hmm. and all of I was waiting for shit Vince too. And all of a sudden, like he's like hobbling and just basically standing there. And he, all of a sudden he sounded great. I was like, Wow, so all all it takes is him like what's wrong with him? Like he sounds great. He's not moving, but he sounds great. And then when I found out af- afterwards that he had broken his foot, like either I he can run around like a yeah, and like, you know, either he can run around like a fucking idiot and, you know, ham hit a dog. waha You know, <laughs> yeah. or or he can stand in one place and look boring and actually like perform the songs as you kind of know them. So, he doesn't have that combination.
0: But then it probably goes back to which do do you want to see? Do you want to see kind of, you know, decent Vince singing and being kind of bored or Vince running around as entertaining to look at, but he's missing all the fucking notes? I'd rather probably see the first one because at least because I was listening to the music because I like some of Motley's stuff. I mean, up to... well. Up to feel good, and obviously Karabi, they're they're great albums. And there was, I think, Chris, you did it a couple of months ago, on Neely that I think you worked out that like sixty percent of the Motley discography is like unlistenable. It's it's right. <laughs> sorry, Tim James. Sorry, Tim James. Yeah, expect a call any minute, but um, it's pretty unlistenable. <laughs> so yeah, um, but you know, overall, I have to say, I, so that's like, it was like two, now I'm two for two on Poison and Death Leopard, or sorry, uh, Poison and Motley. All
1: right. So Def Leppard bring right brings so out the maybe, rear here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so Def Leppard to uh, conclude is that again probably an hour uh, between, um, and they went on probably nine thirty on the button. So I knew they were going to be done at eleven because the stadium in Charlotte is downtown. So there's probably some restrictions, some zoning thing that I knew they were going yeah. to have to be done at eleven. So I knew the site was but this the the set was going to be pretty tight. I, th- wait, the a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold, hold
2: sorry. Sorry. There was an hour layover. Probably. Oh fuck oh, that! Fuck that.
0: I would an, say hour. an hour. Mm-hmm. Fuck that! Yeah, I would say about, it. and maybe someone's going to call in in a minute and say you're a dumbass. It was forty five minutes, but in my <laughs> head it was about an hour. Like I wasn't taking notes. I wasn't going. To... <laughs> I'm guessing it was an hour. Uh, Damn between... you! You
2: knew you were going to be on the classic metal show. Take fucking notes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But but you see, and I was thinking about this, and just before we jump on board, I was thinking about it. So who's going to this concert? Like who who's who's being there We know that it's going to be all like the the chicks that were you know seventeen in nineteen eighty seven, and now they're fifty two with three kids, and you know, maybe some of them, <laughs> right. you know, and then you know, they're hog mods I don't know what they are, but you know, <laughs> some hard but, mom. yeah. But but you could but you could see that but you could see that in the audience. And there was there was a I was I, I was on my own. I go to a lot of gigs on my own. I don't really like going to concerts with anybody because I want to just watch the band. I don't want anybody going, that was fucking awesome, dude. I just go, I want to watch the concert, I want to take it in and watch the movements and whatnot. So I was on my own, but I could see groups of people because I was analyzing like kind of the audience kind of between some between sets, and you could see groups of five or six women. You know, mid to mid fifties who would have been you know twenty back then, and they were probably just in for the night. You know, six songs, they jump up and down for whatever, and then anything new comes on, they have no idea what it is, and they sit down, go to the bar, take a piss type thing. And then you <laughs> probably got the Uber fans who, you, but then you, you probably got a load of Tim James there who just know every note of every song, love the music. Sure. And I know, but you see, the thing is, I know every note of every song. I just don't love the music because I can break it down into what's good and bad. Like Def Leopard are sure. capable of releasing a good album anymore my opinion but you always find probably six or seven great tracks in there like like the new like the new death leopard album chris i know you don't like it you don't like it at all right i I do not like it what about you john hate it absolutely hate it wow see see i don't hate it i there's 15 songs and obviously on apple music you can just kind of delete songs so i took out i took out six songs and I have it down to nine. My math is right. Yeah, Chris Aiken math. <laughs> um so, so so I so I broke I broke it down into nine three great songs and six decent songs. All
1: right, wait Go a minute, on. stop right there, Tom. No. I, I knew that word come was on. gonna get you. come on I, all right.
0: There's there's not th-
1: there's not three great songs. They are okay No, we can't there is no, not. No. wait what, wait what are the
0: three great songs? Talk about the for a second. I'm gonna pull up the album here. Okay. You so don't even favorite, know. Song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the don't know names of any songs anymore because everything is on Apple Music. Take what you want, which is this, which was the the, the first song, the kind of heavy song. Yeah. That's a great song. I think that's a great song. Open your eyes. Great song. Great yeah. song. Yeah. 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 Stand by. It. Open your eyes is a great song. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. If you don't know this guy, you probably don't know it. And then there's from here to eternity, which is the closing track. Mm-hmm. It's like a big kind of white lightning type song. I love it. But there, I think there are three great songs. The rest are not bad. And then there's six I just deleted. I just literally deleted them. <laughs> so, so Def Leppard, they came on, opened with the first song from the new album, which was kind of I call it risky. I don't know what you're going to do, but I, I, I liked it. I like kind of the newer songs, the deeper cuts of so that. But it kind of, it went down pretty well because the stage you came on and then everybody was like ready for Leopard, they have the closing act. But their stage wasn't any bigger or better. So this was different. So not like, because it's a co-headlining, you're not getting anything better because you're closing. Uh, they opened with the, the, the first song of the new album, which I think oh, is a great song, um, which was good. Uh, but then they they kind of played the hits. They played a couple of songs off the new album, which I think are bad songs. Kick the single they played. I think Ooh. I think that's a fucker. It's Ooh. an awful song. It's a processed, horrible song. And it just yeah. went down like a lead balloon. Not because people didn't know it, it's just not a good track. It's not a good yeah. song. And then they kind of they you know they filtered in with like Animal. I can't remember the set, it's like Animal came on and they, they played another one or two for the new album. But their stage show, I'll talk about that for just a second. The stage show was huge, but it was just lights and huge big. TV yeah, things. I mean, we're
1: we're looking at it right now. It doesn't look like it's anything. I, no, that no. that has to be I'm a letdown after Motley that has it was. you know the it was. things blowing up and the, all
0: the yeah. weird construction
1: 100%. shit, and then and then this just looks like something from the nineties.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. It looked I mean, it looked good visually for a minute or two, and then you realize that there's not like really a whole lot going on because it's literally just lights and a big stage and huge cameras, and that are big screens. That's what they do. So I just, one second, I just checked my settings on the camera and said blocked by administrator. So I, I just physically cannot fix this shit. It's a new computer, so it's a work yeah. thingy. Anyway. You, um, Aiken. Wow. So I'm not a dumbass. I just can't fix it. <laughs> um But uh, so Leopard were, were, and then they like, I, I mean, I'm a Leopard fan. I do like him. I've seen him a thousand times. I'll tell you a quick story, a quick, quick story right. on this one. I was in a band, um, a band called Task, T-A-S-C, shit name. I get it. And I was the bass player for a little bit. I was a singer. I was a terrible singer, but an average bass player. I could hold a couple of notes, whatever. And Leopard played an Irish tour just before Rick Allen went back on tour with them. And okay. they played a small Irish tour with some stand-in drummer. And they played in, in basically a local bar to me. And I was, I was the bass player in the band. But my mom said, we're going on a vacation to England. So I missed supporting Def Leppard. In 1986. <laughs> that's a true story. Wow. You couldn't make that shit up. You couldn't wow. make it up, right? Jesus. Yeah, And um, we were, like, all the, all the my, my buddies, like, they got all the albums signed, and, like, I got a pyromania. I did get Steve Clark's autograph, so that's pretty cool. But I would have met all the guys as a support band. They said they're really cool, and they brought everybody back and brought them a beer and shit. But the, the only kind of silver lining in that story was, I don't, you know the story about Leopard when they played Donington in 86? Seven, I think, it was eighty-seven. That was, was Alan's Allen's first show. Yeah, that's right. That I was at that concert. I was at that. Oh, gig wow. because That was the week I was in England. And then I remember Joe Elliott saying, "You know, the one and only Rick Allen, or something." Like the Up and he- yeah, yeah, that's it. And he's crying and shit. And I was at yeah. that concert, thinking, well, "What?" He didn't- said, "The
1: one and only." Was he talking about shirt sleeves that were full? <laughs>
0: Well, maybe he didn't say the one and only. Maybe he said, "Give, uh, give it, give it a yeah. big hand for." No, nope, can't say that. Uh, no. <laughs> give
1: it up for five fingers, Rick Allen.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so that's a, that's a small little. Wow, story. that's but, fucking cool, man. Uh, I know, yeah, and uh, but so leopard were on, but and like they played all they played kind of not necessarily the usual, and I do admire them for that. They 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 want to play the new stuff. They got a new album. Promote. They were heavily promoted on the big screens. Uh, before they came on so it was like constantly flashing up all the time but like nobody cared but um what they did wrong for me was they came out and did um you know they came out and did this little acoustic set for like 15-20 minutes to was like two steps behind and a couple of the slower songs and they did that and everything kind of went a bit dead because we're still coming off Motley, which was like to use a kiss word bombastic like it was just right. in your face loud music and movement whatever and the Leopard came on, opened pretty good, and then went into this slow little set. I think they came back with switch switch six two five, which is a great track. And then they yeah. went straight back into a ballot and then uh bring it on the heartbreak. So they went like slow, like rocking out, and then back slow again. And you can see everyone coming kind of back. Oh fuck. I
2: I, yeah, I actually that, pulled up the, I sorry to cut you off. I pulled up the set yeah. list, and you're right. It's you know, they, they did rocket, then they did bring it on the heartbreak, then they went into sit, uh, switch six two five. And then into hysteria, so that yeah, it was kinda... yeah, yeah.
0: So the, yeah, that's okay. My sequence is a little bit off, but there's something like yeah. that. But I remember thinking that was like a little. It was kind of boring. I, I wasn't. They know what Motley are doing live, so I think they obviously should have had their A game on and rocked it out. But it's their, you know, it's their set. They can do whatever the fuck they want, and and they, and then they finished then with you've got the settlers. list i don't know what they finish with the hits basically and yeah know the usual suspects or whatever
2: yeah pour some sugar on me closed and then the two encores yeah. were rock rock of ages and photograph
0: yeah yeah that's it that's it yeah um i'm gonna open my game so you can you hear this you hear that? <laughs> wow,
1: talking metal <laughs> toast
0: <laughs> uh, <yep>. <laughs> <laughs> nice is that a light beer chris you drinking there it is cry. oh wow yep. okay yeah, but he's
2: going to have like 37 of them before the night. Okay. Over, so. Yeah, I, I, knew, I know you're having
0: a drunken show, so that's good. Gonna... Yeah. Um, but...
2: Chris, do you have actual booze, by the way? Because I, I, have, I have a little bit of vodka, but I also have the uh, the snooty John Petrucci fucking bourbon, the $193 bottle of bourbon, so I might
0: imbibe oh, it wow. a little bit. I have the Red Breast nice. in there
1: still. I don't la- – I don't. I, I save that just for special occasions. Did I it's save you nice, the Red special...
0: Breast was it the Redbreast Twelve I sent you? I think it was the twelve, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that's 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 actually Jameson's higher brand. That's like the next one up from Jameson. So I sent you on that, some good stuff, here, man.
2: That's that's good shit, by the way. I, I didn't have any when I was over at Aikens, but yeah, I've had Redbreast, and that's it's really good. good. And I yeah. would real quick, we'll get back to, you, but dude, the, the yeah. John Petrucci Bourbon, the John Petrucci Bourbon, the Rock the Barrel 2 is fucking oh, delicious. Shut so, up. Yeah, so there you go. There's a little like you know, the Chris's bur- favorite
0: band, right? Yeah. yeah. Look,
2: if you can talk about a fucking pillow, I could talk about fucking bourbon. So shut up, Chris. <laughs> All right. Well, well, sorry, well,
0: I'm a huge Dream Theater fan. Huge, huge, huge. So I get it. I, I could. You could put on Octavarian six times in a row, and I would not get bored. So I'm. I'm oh. On.
2: Hey, Chris. Chris, why don't you dump out? I'll finish the stadium tour thing with Tom, and then we're, we're going to get Fine into with a, me a, a talking yeah, into infinity you, segment. Yeah. <laughs> don't jump me. Don't tell me. I'll leave. You know. You guys oh. both know. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, I'm gonna have to get in touch with you and have you on the show. So anyway. So yeah, ba- ba- back to our regularly scheduled programming. So Okay, so
0: so basically to like to not tease up any more your your time, Def Leppard like did you, you read it out. They finished with the hits and they were, you know, big, big boom, and everybody was on their feet, everyone was a little bit drunk or whatever. So but I would say, surprisingly, Motley were my favorite band of night, and I would expect wow. them to be bottom of the pile. I would expect it to be Forget about Joan yet, but Motley would be number three, Poison number two, Leopard number one. That's what my expectation was, but Motley were my favorite band on the night. So then who was second, Poison or Def Leopard? Ooh, probably Leopard by a hair, probably Leopard. Maybe just because they still had the big show and the sound was so much better if you kind of put it all into the mix. Poison were, but Poison are just a good life band. They do, they do well, they like Kissed. I don't think any of them are particularly... Good musicians, but they just have good songs and they can pull it off like, But you know, Kiss can't do it like, Let's not get that rabbit hole. But, um, yeah. but and I'm a huge Kiss fan, FYI. So I, am I adore Kiss. But I, I, they yeah. should stop. They need to go
2: away. <laughs> well, I mean, the, th- the thing about Poison is that, like, they still, you know they still sound exactly the same as they always have like I mean I, right. I've seen videos and I, I saw them 20 years ago and like like they just they, they're able to consistently deliver the music exactly as you remember it like whether you're a fan or not like I'm getting crushed in the chat for enjoying some poison <laughs> shit but like I mean they, they sound exactly like they always did you know so it's like when you show up it's, you know we have to talk about Joe Elliott's voice we have to talk about Vince Neal you know stuff like that it's like but with Poison it's just like yeah Poison still kicks ass it's like you know they're still a great live band. Like,
0: they, 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 you know what? I, I've seen them twice, and I've no desire to see them again, to be honest. Um, but yeah. the two times I saw them, I thought they were really good. I mean, the thing about Poison is everybody kind of st- flesh and blood, you know, obviously, and then Native Tongue uh, with and, um, whenever that was, 92, 93. Every After that, everyone just stopped. I know the, the, the musical scene or the, the landscape stopped. I know that much, but... You know, at that point, people were just done with poison anyway. Then they had their Holly Weird and poisoned, or whatever. I don't even know what years they came out, but I don't know it was after like, Crack I mean, a
1: Smile. Just... Don't forget Crack, crack, a, crack smile. a
0: Smile. Oh, Jesus, and 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 more. Was that Crack a Smile and more, yeah, or something like that? And yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. I I don't even know what they're like. I just dropped out. But that was my, you know, summation of um of the gig. But I, I'm sure uh, you know on the chat when I'm um you know leaving comments about whatever. Like I just bought. You know, tickets to the marth and decapitated and shit like that. I just all right. You I, don't have to I,
1: justify that I, you're not I, a fan. No, it's fine. No, Tom.
0: no, no. <laughs> Listen, man. I, I, had, I had a Slaughter t-shirt back in the day. And I, I love Slaughter. I think they're a fucking awesome band. I, lo- I love that eighty shit. But see, the thing about it is that because of my age and my my early influence of metal back in nineteen eighty one, up to I, I kind of just jumped on board with the genres as they came on board. So whether it was grunge, I love grunge shit. I only kind of really got into death map maybe the last seven or eight years. I always liked a little bit of it. Now I just fucking love it, man. I love it.
1: Sure. Now, now, would you go? Would you go again to this show? Like no. two
0: if, if they redid it two years? No, from now. no, no, no. I wouldn't. No, right. no. I, I, I've seen it. See the way. If I had jumped on board back to my earlier story, and that concert ticket was like hundred and fifty dollars, I would have not paid hundred and fifty bucks for it. A hundred was probably the absolute top out. Dollar amount. Well, it sold for $79. I went, fucking, I'm going to go to this. 79 bucks is not bad for a good night out with three bands. And like I said, if, if Motley had, or, or even Leopard, just were shit or boring me, I just would have left. I'm 25 minutes from home. I had nothing to lose. It was like Tuesday night, nothing going on. couple of beers, weather was great, music going on, stadium tour, nothing to lose. But like $30 more it was like, fucking, I ain't going.
1: If there was another stadium tour, let's just say, I don't know. Guns N' Roses, Queensrÿche, Warrant,
0: and um, no, no, done, not, no, not going. Huh? I, no, because I'm not a GNR fan. I'm not a okay. GNR fan. Oh. Um, I, I, and I tell you, when I saw them for the very first time was in 1987, again at Donington, and that was the year 87. Who headlined? Let me think about uh, that for a second. Yeah, Donington, 1987. Even oh, before man. you probably look at Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi headlined in '87. They did. They did. Bon Jovi, because they were obviously huge on slip. They were still touring Slippery. Um, And Guns N' Roses, I'm pretty sure. I was at fucking 88. Man, it's killing me.
1: Donnington in 87 was Bon Jovi, Dio, Metallica, Wasp, Anthrax, and Cinderella, and the Bailey Boys.
0: I remember them. Yeah. So 88. The Bailey Boys. They were like, like VJs, DJs, just. Idiots dancing around. I remember I was eighteen. <laughs> so, so eighty eight then was Guns N' Roses, right? Can you look at that real quick? Oh, I can look it up. Real I know quick. Maiden, Maiden headline. They they toured Seven Son. That was that Seven Son. I remember.
1: Donington, eighty eight.
0: That was Two a good lineup.
1: fans were killed during the set right. by Guns N' Roses. I was at it.
0: I was that's what I was going to talk about. Eighty eight. Well, so
1: thankfully, to you weren't one of them, Tom.
0: No, but I remember what happened. So I wanted to be respectful to the, the the poor dudes that died, but. Um, I remember when like, there was a big hoopla about Guns N' Roses. I think Appetite broke like a year after it was launched, if I can remember. It kind of was a slow part. Mm, it did, yeah. they, were, they were really breaking big. And then, you know, you know, coming up next, Guns N' Roses. And then there was a huge surge forward. And I can remember, I remember this distinctly being lifted. Basically, I was 18, being lifted off my feet and just pushed forward. Literally just pushed forward. The, the crowd just moved. So right. two guys, two teenagers, like just like me, just fell down and just got trampled, and that's how they died because of the crush mm. for Guns N' Roses. Yeah, and I was at that concert. We didn't, nobody knew obviously, and then at, right at the end, right after the Maiden set, and they then announced that you know two guys had been killed and whatever. Just pay respects and they left off some fireworks or something like that. I remember. Yeah, so, but that was the first time to your junior. That was the first time I saw Guns N' Roses. Would was at the uh, was at Donington. Then I saw him. I think I saw them in Dublin a couple of years ago, maybe 91 or something. And oh, I yeah. left early because they just bored the ass off me, quite frankly. They just played for too long, and I don't think they're good enough. They've got one good album, and they make it last for 100 years. So I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah.
1: Well, I do agree that their shows are quite long. That is got to be a real fan to enjoy a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour GNR set.
0: Yeah. And this is before that Chinese democracy piece of shit. Like, and they, just, they just had – Illusion one and two, and then obviously Appetite and a couple of tracks from the EPs mm-hmm. and shit. And they made it. They made it last for an entire day, something mm-hmm. like three, three and a half hours or whatever. bored the ass off me. Well,
1: if it makes you feel better, I walked. Uh, I walked out on one of those shows too in '91 oh. or two in um, Shoreline Amphitheater in um or Amphitheater. I'm sorry. In <laughs> um, in um, uh. Are you
2: California. sure that's how it is? You You uh, need to enunciate that better, dude. Yeah, I know.
0: John, I would say I would say enunciate as opposed to enunciate. Just saying, so you need to enunciate that better. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not, so I'm not on camera, so I can really fuck around here. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, don't worry. It will, will.
2: It'll happen more later when we talk about Pantera and Phil Ensemble. So that's right. Oh, no, I got to that. Yeah, James Hatfield.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I I walked out on them as well. I I was, mm. saw them. It was them and Skid Row. At uh, Shoreline and um Skid Row yeah. played right at 7 30. They played a half hour and then Guns N' Roses didn't come on until ten thirty. Wow. Two and a half hour was when Axel was I just being Axel. Yeah. They come on at ten thirty and they opened up with fucking all kinds of boring ass shit. And it was like, you know what? Fuck this. I gotta work tomorrow. And it was like what an was hour the, and a half. What was the latest kick.
0: concert? What was the latest concert uh, that you saw? Like as in a band coming on late.
1: Oh wow. Um I don't know. Back at back when I, it used to be honestly, it would be a club show because these clubs here in Cleveland, yeah, of course, they would do especially at the old Peabody or the the newer Peabodys. They would run mm. this. They had like this little room. Yeah. They called it a second room, but it wasn't. It was like a closet, and they would book bands in there, and you would go back and forth. And I mean, they would go. They would bring on the headliner at like two a.m. Pirate's oh, Cove. No yep, Pirate's yeah, Cove. The Pirate's Cove. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of them was, I saw it was, it is a weird show all by itself, but it's Wasp, Rat, Metal Church. That was the show. Wow. And Wasp came on at um, like 1.45 a.m. on like a Thursday.
0: I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, wow. Wow. I would say Metal Church are probably the best band of the night, best band there anyway for sure, hands down. I yes, saw yeah, Metal Church a couple of years ago and, and Richie, you know Irish Richie was on a couple of times and yeah. Richie's a good buddy of mine and sure. uh, he obviously he has the, the Focus on Metal podcast, podcast. Mm-hmm. a big shout out to my buddy Focus on Metal, great, great concert, uh, podcast. Fuck yeah. Um, and he um he got some backstage passes and we got to see Metal Church and we were hanging out with Mike Hell and uh, obviously the poor... I died you know a year ago or whatever and he was so cool and we came in and he jumped out of his seat guys let me get you a beer he didn't know what the fuck we were he was he was right. his beers and take a seat and this is this guy and this that guy and you know this just a super guy so that was a very sad and awesome sure. band but um but your babies played at that i remember too megadeth and uh I'm on
1: it, Marth. A Nothing crazy. wrong with looking at the butcher babies. I mean, seeing Oof. the butcher babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who did she marry recently? Was, she, was it Charlie? Charlie, Charlie, ben-
1: Charlie Wait, from Anthrax. Oh, did they right, get married? Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Good for you. Yeah, them. she did. Yeah, yeah yeah. Him. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, we're talking about Metal Church real quick. I don't know if, if you saw this or not, Tom, but did you see that my, my buddy Ronnie Monroe just joined uh, Vicious it's Rumors? Worse.
0: Yeah, so a, a great, great band too. So um, he's going to suit that perfectly. Yeah, yeah, that's I, be, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, and I just pick up the usual shit from Brave Words and, and Notfest and Blabbermouth and a couple of other sites. I just try and put in what I can and you know download the new shit as it comes in, music wise and whatever. But that's going to be that's going to be an interesting listen for sure. No question. Hell yeah! Can't wait for that, yeah, man. man. Yeah. Well, so, um, thanks for having me on, guys. I mean, sure, is, man. I mean. I'm on. I'm on the CMS. I mean, Chris. I'm I mean, not just blowing smoke up your ass, but like you're in my ear for every day for an hour or two because I don't. I very rarely tune in live. Um, just I don't know what, what that says do, about
1: so. your life, man. <laughs>
0: Well, let me put let me put it into perspective. I'm tuning. I'm not tuning in live, so I don't have to listen six hours straight. So I can just chop up what I want and fast forward what I don't want. Like so. Right. I but at, um, like even today, I just listened to the um, the Derek Sherinian one. I know it's a little bit older, but I was kind of out of oh. out of pocket for a little bit. So I picked up the Derek Sherinian, which I saw a couple of times with uh, Sons of Apollo and sure. Black Country Communion. I remember I saw them on the first tour. Uh, a couple of years back, so uh, awesome, yeah. And I love when he did the eruption tour. He did the eruption solo on keyboard. So I know he's nice. a big guitar guy, anyway. So that was, yeah. He, yeah, he knows his
1: shit. Yeah, nice guy. Not the best interview in the world.
2: I'm no, really Rosal- glad- I'm, really Rosal- glad- I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm really glad that I was in California at the Star Wars convention when that happened because I I could not have handled it like you did, Chris. That was disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like. So seriously, dude. Like Tim, when I like I was literally. Sitting in line waiting for a panel, when Aiken sent me, he was like, "Dude, like this, this was an, a piece of shit. Check this out." So I was waiting to get into something at Star Wars, and I'm listening to this interview, and I'm like, "Well, this sounds fine. This sounds fine." About ten minutes in, I was like, "Oh, yeah, dude,
1: it was boy, uh, very,
0: very, mon- very monotone." I mean, listen, that's maybe that's I- I'm guessing it's just his personality, or he could be the 15th interview of the day. We don't know. We don't know. Well, you know, but look if he's I, selling I'm his not, stuff on your show then yeah. You know, I'm
1: not gonna shit on the guy too bad, but it was it was a promised video interview that we scheduled yeah. and made arrangements to do on a Saturday and here he comes on a shit cell phone with no video.
0: Yeah. But like Maybe me with were, no video then, right? Yeah. Well whatever. <laughs> you, you, whatever. <laughs> you know what though? There's a
1: difference there's a difference between you calling in and fucking Derek Sharinian who's you know, who is if if we do yeah. a video, he's the feature. Right. You know, he's the feature and, and we get the little fucking gray circle. And I was like, oh, dude, yeah. seriously, seriously. Yeah, we made, we, yeah, it, it was not the best interview. And mm-hmm. then, and then this week I get emails from him. Can you edit this? Can you, yeah. oh, are you fucking oh, kidding Jesus.
0: me? Well, I it's will like, say that the, the, the only time I think I called in once before, Sure. Um, and you hung up. You hung up on me, Chris. I just want to put that out there, but you actually did. It's a badge of honor. Oh yeah, no, I don't care. Um, and I was. T- I actually met an Albanian. I I'd actually texted Bob tonight. So I'm surprised he hasn't um, said something. But um, but uh, I was. I was. I call. I was after Richie had gotten me tickets to see Doc. So to okay my question earlier about a late show and document and on about eleven forty five like and that was that's late I mean you know when yeah. you're dudes my age you're getting up at six o'clock in the morning and you, your kids and whatever that's that's late but anyways but I, I I had a backstage pass to go and see him so I wasn't gonna waste that opportunity. So waited around showed the ticket to security guy went up and had a chat with Don. Don was awesome. He was He's great. awesome. Yeah. Oh my god I know he gets bad press and and that's whatever but he he brought me up stage and he was taking off his sound gear and his head gear and he said, just give me a minute, just take a seat for a second. He was taking the wires off and shit. And he said, okay, so who are you? Who are you? And he was just chatting for a few minutes. Sure. And then I said, uh, and then we, the CMS came out. I listen to the guys all the time and I know Neely and or I listen to Neely and Chris, whatever, we start talking about you guys for a minute or two. And he signed every everything that I had. Sure. Got to see the rest of the band. Um, And actually got I got to see a, uh, What's the drummer's name? He's Bob Brown. Name escapes me. Name Mick
1: escapes Brown?
0: Me. Mick Brown was there and I gotta to talk to him for a couple of minutes and then he's gone away. But that's a whole other story. But um but and that and they went on you know, when I came off and I was with it, maybe there were 30 minutes and I just bailed out because other people are going to see him. But my one experience, I don't get backstage very often. It's like a novelty sure. for me because I don't know anybody, but to get back and just spend a little bit of time, like with my cow and Dundalk and people like that. Oh, I met the guy from Amanda and Marth as well. Actually, that was pretty cool. He is a fucking Viking. Jesus Christ. No. He is an actual Viking. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like the guy's like six foot four and a big fucking beard and the hair right. going on and shit, you know, and he was super cool as well. But, yeah, but uh, you know it's uh but yeah. That, so I called in after the show because um, I was all excited. I wanted to talk to Neely, and then I was obviously yabbering on for too long, and uh, you fucking cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that so is far, a that right? is a
2: that's a classic metal show badge of honor. Like I like I I've called in. And you know, friend of show, obviously I've been on several times and dude Chris purposely like he, he picks his spots to cut me off right in the middle. Like he even I get suckered in on the hang up, dude. So I yeah. well you see
0: well I listened to the show, so I, I was going on 4k I just drove home. I didn't care. I didn't give a shit fuck. <laughs> you know, fuck him, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was it was pretty cool. So uh, to be hung up on Chris and be in, in here talking metal on a Saturday night is uh, it's a good night. Well here let me do it till you get no
1: I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is it like it's, it's like the movie the running man where like where buzzsaw gets out of the thing and buzzsaw like hits that guy in the face and and the guy gets up he's all blessed like
1: buzzsaw touched me buzzsaw touched me
2: that's like getting hung up on by chris aiken
0: <laughs> like, that's, yeah like, <laughs> that's it man you got it
1: <laughs> nice well, all right man well this has been fun and informative yeah. and i ge- i guess we'll tell people that if they if they are so inclined and this thing comes to their town they should go
0: well, I mean, yes and no, right? I mean, I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars. I, I, I had a cap out at a hundred dollars. If you go, if, if it's not worth a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty. Some of the crazy prices, I mean, just stupid prices. If you can get a decent seat for seventy, eighty dollars, I would recommend it. If, if it's going to start going any higher than that, then don't go. No, that's. I just got a good seat, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes in the home, so I had nothing to lose. That's that's nice. that's how I analyzed it.
1: There you go. All right. So if you. If you live near the stadium, go. Yeah. If you don't, yes. fuck it. <laughs> so if yeah. it's, if it's
0: less than seventy nine dollars and you live more than thirty minutes away, you know, make it up yeah. yourself. But for me, it was it was a good yeah. night out. And I'm happy with it.
1: If you live three blocks away and you have a Groupon, go ahead and go. You'll <laughs> have a great time. <laughs> Groupon. Nice, nice. All right, man, why don't we do this? Let's uh, let's wrap this up with a um, with a Motley tune. We'll play some live Motley, not from this tour, but from the. Uh, from the final tour ever until this tour, uh, from the end. So let's uh, let's do a little Kickstart My Heart. So, Tom, thanks so much for uh, checking right, uh, in with us. Nice and, time, yeah. and here it is. It's Motley Crue with Kickstart My Heart right here. On your Classic Metal Show. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com.